Hello, everybody, and how is it going out there? We got a special, shorter episode of the Nerd BS podcast for you. We're going to talk about one thing and one thing only tonight, and that is The Mandalorian, uh, episode one of season two, which came out last Friday. We're recording on a Wednesday. Hopefully, get it out to you guys soon. And man, I, I just watched it. I think you guys just rewatched it. And I would uh, let's just start with our op. Like, what is your opening reaction to watching this new season of Mandalorian? Wow, that, that's pretty much it. It just blew my socks off. That was amazing. Well, spoilers to everyone out there, but yeah, it was great. It was great. I I was. I, I wanted more. I wanted more instantly, and my instant gratification bug has not been satisfied. So, <laughs> I it yeah it is. I totally agree because I was saying that earlier that I I want more so much when those credits roll and that's that super cool song comes up. And and forgive me, where are my manners? Spoiler alerts are ahead. If you have not seen this episode and you don't want things spoiled because there's some goodies, turn it off. Come back, go watch it. Come back and listen to this. But also, let me introduce ourselves real quick. My name is Kyle. I have Alan and Tomas with me. And uh, man, yeah, it was just, I am, I'm excited. It's it's a cool thing to look forward to. I'm glad they actually made this season. They were able to get it done. But I was just blown away with how fun it was to watch that episode. So let's jump into it. Um, so for, here, I want to kick us off with our first kind of topic. The one-eyed guy, which is named Gore something. Alan told us his name's <laughs> Gore. Gore Gore Korish. I thought he looked awesome. Like the, the practical effects in this show are just off the chain. What do you guys think? I, I thought it was amazing. Uh, just them walking in and just seeing the all the eyes like while, while they're walking in. Uh, that was incredible and the the gamorian fight uh the whole scene it just it just stunk of the auto rim which uh i love <laughs> auto rim stories and it's it's we don't get enough of them we got a couple a bit in mandalorian the first season and now we're just feel i feel like i just felt like we were so deep in the auto rim that just it just it felt good to be out there again i i just have to say i personally enjoyed it a lot um, my fiance was watching it with me the second time around, and she did make a comment that, in in its own right, is honest. But I think it just speaks to how well it's done. Is she was like, "There's a lot of puppets in this. It reminds me of Muppets." Yes. And I, I was like, "Yeah, there's there is a lot of puppets in here. It's a lot of practical stuff. Like they want to make it feel and look and just." You you want to have the visual of that curly hair in the bantha, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the immersion of it, right? Like you get you dive into the story and you're in the world with them. And I think that all of that is just a nod to the original movies, the original trilogy that came out that that actually mixed you know CGI at the time with a ton of practical effects. And now that we have, you know, so much more technology, Mandalorian is able to do it on a much better scale. And yeah, you can see that they're puppets, but that's part of the, the Star Wars. Part of the feeling. I mean, Star Wars has always had puppets and they've always been great. 
even when they switched uh, Yoda to a CG feel in the prequels, it just never felt right. It's like, I want my puppet Yoda. Well, if you recall, that Yoda wasn't an, the original uh, film, episode one. He was a puppet for most yes, of it. Yes, he was. And he, and he looked switched. weird. What? No. He, I, I thought he looked I, good. I liked him. I, I, either way, when they switched him to CGI, it was like, whatever. I, I thought he felt a little weird in well, episode one. Well, also, you have to think of, like, for me personally, when I'm watching this, you know, and you're watching the the hover bikes go over the sand dunes and stuff, if it, if you go over the sand dunes and you come across and you come to a bantha and its fur is, is done digitally, it's it's able to be done on a level that would look really believable and look really awesome. But I feel like the homage to the original Star Wars with making them actual puppets was mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. That, yeah, I totally uh, agree. So I wanted to ask you guys uh, during that section, uh, did you see anything cool in the graffiti? Like I was I was staring at the graffiti. Oh. I kept slowing down and backing up because I wanted to see if there's anything crazy in the graffiti. I feel like I saw a gold head, and it kind of looked like C-3PO, but I'm not sure if yeah, that's what you're that, talking yeah. about. What? There's, no, I didn't see anything. A, there was a bunch of Stormtroopers. One. There was a bunch of different types mm-hmm. of Stormtroopers. Oh. Uh, that were really cool. Um, I didn't see much more than that. Uh, I, I probably can go look at it closer, but I just thought that was really cool, and I, was, I kept looking at it slowly. Uh, I did so, only notice it the second time. So, so but that, you know, I mean... C-3PO is in this universe. He is still available yeah. for roster calls. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, I didn't even think about that. And he's probably somewhat of a legend, especially in the Ewok world. So who knows? <laughs> and the, the Gamorans in there are fighting. I was going to bring this up. We talked a little bit last last time about like uh, blood and gore and, and that kind of stuff. But the Gamorian battle, uh, I was waiting for them to be some sort of like finish. But when Gore like finishes it for you in a very like it was almost anticlimactic in a way. I was like waiting yeah. for mm-hmm. these Gamorians to just rip each other to shreds because Gamorians right. are known for being like very barbaric. Uh, so it was just it would have been really interesting. But I, I was a little bummed that they they cut that short. No, but the scene right afterwards it. was amazing, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I liked just, uh, that he did that. I Mando and that knife man. Mando and that 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 knife has seen him through. That's yeah, true. my my <laughs> wife was barely just walking in the room. She didn't watch the episode with me and my son, but she was just seeing that scene and just she couldn't help herself from laugh when Baby Yoda just shuts the thing. Like he knew what was going down. He, he's <laughs> yes. seen this before. He knows what's going, and so he just like closes it and just like ducks back. And it was just perfect. That was adorable, yeah. When he presses that button, oh yeah, and, and it seems like they got Baby Yoda down even better. Like his movements are more mm-hmm. fluid. I just love in the scene when you see uh, him with the once again in in the hover bike or speeder bike, and Yoda is is in the little pouch in the side, you know. Yeah, yeah, driving yeah. Driving through, and Yoda's just like watching everything go by. 
like and a little he, puppy. Yeah, and then when he gets to the to the town and he gets off the bike and he just walks past Yoda in the satchel, I was like, "How's he? He just left the baby. He just left." And then the next scene, you see Yoda just walking in. I was like, "Oh, oh, that's a that's a sneaky baby." Yeah, <laughs> he's he's does that a lot though. He kind of just yeah. like it's like he's the protector, but he knows when he's safe and he knows when to just leave him be. And like he, I mean, he's supposed to be fifty years old, so he should know how to take care of himself to some degree. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I like, I like it because it doesn't. It shows Mando as being a protector, but he's still not this. He's he's going to protect this kid, but he's not this kid's father. You know, he doesn't help him around. You know, it's like you, right. you got to do some things on your own, bud. Like exactly. Yeah, I think too. Like even that opening scene, there's a, still a ruthlessness about Mandalorian, where he said, "He said, I, you will not die by my hand." And you, yeah. do like, oh, okay, well, you know, that's a tricky statement there, bud. And then you know, he just shoots the lights out. And what are those beasts? Do you guys know what those beasts are? Yeah, they're called the Scar rodents. No, I just made that up. But which which that, beast are you talking about? The ones with the red eyes in the beginning when he he when he oh, ties yeah, I'm not Moro. sure what those are. Uh, I know my son like screamed Jawas, but I was like, those are not Jawas. No, uh, uh, I can see why he would. Yes. Um. But yeah. But then he le- they he he does defeat them and then pulls you know chases after the mob boss and. Uh, obviously, the boss uh, Gore is actually scared of whatever these creatures are. Uh, and scared enough that apparently they're afraid of light, but yet they, when there's no light, they feast on, I guess they scavenge in a way, mm-hmm. uh, whatever's yeah. there, which is pretty crazy. Classic video game trope where you got to keep <laughs> the lights on yeah. as you run through the level. But I just, I love the aesthetics of that place. But so, yeah. so if I could, I just, I would just want to take a moment. I want to talk about the sand people and is this the first movie? Well, is this the first movie where they've shown their actual like language? I feel like it is. No, no, they they talked a bit in uh in uh in Attack of the Clones, uh, when Anakin goes and when Anakin goes up there, you see them talking amongst themselves before. Oh, he that's true. Up. Uh, we've does, also we've also yeah. slaughter them. Um. So yes, we have seen them communicate before. It is one of those things uh, where they we don't we don't see that a lot, and a lot of people think they're just savages uh, or just monsters, and that's kind of I really like that in this episode. But that's kind of jumping ahead. But I really like that that in this episode how we kind of uh, humanize them. Isn't Obi One kind of he doesn't communicate, but he scares them off in the very yes. first movie. Um. And I'm pretty sure in the comics it does Obi Wan does uh, does actually communicate with them at some point as well. I'm sure he he must have living yeah. on that terrible planet. Well, yeah. I I just wanted to say about them. I wanted to say several things about them. So you you let me know, Alan, when we've hit that spot. <laughs> so all right. So yeah, before we get, we get there, there yeah. you mentioned the speeder bikes, and did you guys notice anything about? The one, the second speeder bike that yeah. the 
it looked like Anakin's pod racer. Mm-hmm. Actually, like, was that my my fiance pointed that out? She was like, "Why does he have Anakin's pod racer?" <laughs> Dude, I that one like gave me gave me the chills a little bit. I was like, "Oh, that's like that was cool." Yeah, like, it was really cool. Is... Uh, it's also the, it is the different colors. I didn't notice that because I pulled up the, both the image of the uh, of Anakin's and oh, that one. So that's not the same thing. <laughs> Uh, but the colors are different. But that's not that's not to say you can't just paint it a different color. I mean, that's something. You can or paint. maybe I get. Well, he did build that one, but maybe they like replicated or something. I, it's just a cool oh, nod to the. It was to cool. All yeah, it's definitely a nod. It's definitely pretty. Sick. Speaking of a nod, I know we kind of jumped past this, but when they landed and he met up with uh, Pelmoto, uh, or Pelimoto on a. Was that the, I don't remember the what, lady the with Italian. the curly hair? Yeah, the lady yeah, who uh, who knew him from the last episode. We get a little callback to A New Hope. Did you guys notice this? No. What is it? R5 was there. Oh. R5, oh. the red droid that explodes at the beginning of A New Hope. And he That's does right. Yeah, Lars doesn't buy it and ends up buying R2-D2 instead. Oh, crap. I didn't realize and, yeah. that was the same one. He's the savior of the galaxy, some people say. Because if he had blown up, he would have bought R five, and then we wouldn't. Where we would, where would it, where would we have been? Yeah, and she still complains about him. That's that was funny. That was <laughs> yes, I, did, that, I did not catch that. That was a nod to that. Yes, yeah, awesome. I didn't either. It took me the second time, and then I was like, "Holy crap, that's R five sitting there." Yeah. Uh, I, anyways, I, and you guys know that the droids are from Episode One as well. Yeah. The droids that she the has, racers. yeah, the pod racer yeah. droids. Like, uh, I love, I love that. Uh, yeah, I wish they, I still pop my son on the nose all the time. Tell him to go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Can you just fold up now and go to sleep?" <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, all right, moving on to the next thing. When he finally gets to the town he's looking for, because he's looking for another another Mandalorian. Mos Pelgo or Pelgo. Mos Pelgo. Connect all the dots. Yeah, and then you know you get the big reveal, and I, I for a minute, well, you know, for a second, thought it was Boba Fett. I thought it was Boba Fett that walked in. However, the, I had the subtitles on, and the subtitles spoiled it for me, like almost uh, instantly. Yeah, I thought it was him too, and the same thing. Subtitles came up, and I went to read. I was like, "Oh, wait, 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 what?" Yeah, that's <laughs> that's not that doesn't say Boba. <laughs> it's B O. I am a staunch anti Boba Fetter for the most part. Because he did nothing in the original trilogy. (laughs) So I was like, there's no way. He's dead. Yeah, but in the the prequels, in the prequel movies, he did. The little kid? uh, He did a thing. He (laughs) He did a thing? He was angry. (laughs) He got angry at the helmet. I know, I know. I I had to go with that. uh, I'd always argue with my friend about it. And all I kept kept posting that gif of, uh, of Boba Fett's faithful scene, his. His most action-packed scene in uh, Return of the Jedi when he just gets himself killed, uh, <laughs> falls on the on the on the sand skiff and falls into the Sarlacc pit. It is it is but, uh, true. It's the first yeah. time. It, it is true that it's the first time you see this guy in action, and it's just like a a blind guy just beat him. A blind a blind man just yeah. Well, first a real blind man, got... a normal man who's been blinded. Very however, <laughs> however, he did go face to face with a Jedi and didn't die from that. Okay, 
Oh, okay. got his, he got his gun cut. He got his so gun sliced. I, I, will, I will hold that Boba Fett is a glorified FedEx driver. And I bet <laughs> Bid Fortuna even signed for Han Solo when he put, showed up to the door. Oh, yeah. Glorified FedEx. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, sh- can we jump ahead then? Or yeah, we'll keep we going. I, was just, I figured I'd do my rant. Well, I was going to say that this, this is the, his redemption time. Yes, uh, we'll right? get to that. Like, Let's get that at the end. But yeah, that's what, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. that's what I was trying to yeah. get at. Okay, we'll, well save that then. Well, also we'll though, the, the the thing though that kind of threw me off about the armor though, I will say this: I didn't like the tubes. I was like, I don't remember that on Boba's oh. armor. So even if no. it's it's no. because it's an older model, why does he have the tubes? Like, <laughs> I thought there were feeding tubes at first because I kept thinking, about, <laughs> how is Mando oh. going to have a drink with them? Because he can't take off his helmet. And then I saw the <laughs> tube. Like, oh, this guy's got like feeding tubes. He's gonna. No, he's not a man. No, no he takes not. it. He takes it off right away. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but like the whole setup though, like the story with it, you know, in the reveal, like, oh, he found the Mandalorian, but oh wait, it's not. And then they have to team up like, and the actor, Timothy Oliphant was great in that role. Yeah. You know, he become he's another ally that Mando has now, which I really love about this character is that he can be ruthless and he'll just tie you up to die. But if you're, you know, reasonable, then he'll work a deal out with you. Yeah. I, 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 I like that. That was really good. Uh, but then something happens before they're able to fight, do their showdown, huh? Donna, Donna, oh, are we walking through Donna, the episode? Donna, <laughs> Donna. Oh, wait, wrong movie. I'm sorry. Wrong movie. My bad. I think we got the, the biggest antagonist in this episode. All right. So on a side note, and we'll keep going, but I still love the wipes of... Mandalorian like the it's another nod to the original trilogy and this even the prequels but just the you know like the the wipes to the next scene just the really oh, cheesy yeah, like that little circle fade out. And, yeah. yeah I love it I love yeah. it I, it's it's the Star Wars feel and they, they right. nailed it if, mm-hmm. if we're talking about if we're talking about things that we love with this like I have to say one thing that I love and I don't know if you guys have noticed it but every time the Mando gets off the speeder bike or walk somewhere, you always hear spurs. Yes. Yeah. When he walked into the cantina, I was like, this is a Western. This is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah that was good call. Good call on that one. Yeah. I, that was, I was talking was about that cool. earlier. I was like, this is like, I, Star Wars has always had a, a hint of Western in it mm-hmm. uh, in every movie, or at least mainly the OT and other iterations here and there. But, Mandalorian nails it. The spaghetti western cross with Star Wars mm-hmm. is just perfect. It, yeah, it is. And and so moving along, they they have to this guy. Um, what was the the wannabe Boba Fett? The guy that bought the Boba oh. Fett armor. Oh, Cobb Cobb Vanth. Cobb, corner of the Cobb. Cobb That's Vanth, how I yeah. try to remember. Cool. So they team up. He tells them the backstory of how he got the armor from some Jawas, and um. And by the way, those purple yeah, crystals, you know, that he found, yeah. those are the crystals mm-hmm. you use in the Galaxy of Heroes game I play on I mobile. didn't so know just... that, but that makes a lot of sense, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I did, I've never seen those before, but, like, the, leave it to the Mandalorian of all the Star Wars mythos to actually put Star Wars mythos in their freaking, <laughs> in their show, you know? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah that was a... Uh... 
I was staring around while we were in that uh, that scene. I uh, saw a couple of little interesting things too. Number one, did you guys notice that the the, the first uh, uh, astromech droid that they brought to him has the same coloration as Boba Fett? It's like orange and green and uh, white. No, I, I didn't. It was notice on purpose, that, but, but it was yeah, now that like, you say that. Hard. Yeah, it was really weird. Cool. Uh, the second thing I noticed is. Uh, the trash. So is that droid. gun? So is that big gun that he hands him? Is that Boba's rifle that is the no, same as the no. Mandalorian's rifle? Oh, okay. No, Boba Fett has a different gun. Uh, it's very and synonymous. it got sliced. Yeah, <laughs> it got <laughs> sliced <laughs> in half. And you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, I, I was but trying then, to I was trying to redeem something here. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trash android was behind him. Uh, the famous trash can droid that's in, I think, every Star Wars movie at some point. Uh, uh-huh. With the two feet? With the two feet? Yeah, it's, if you yeah. look behind him, it's just moving back there. Moving around. Dude, what a nightmare costume that must have been. I know. Just, like, I can move half an inch at a time. <laughs> that's about it. But those are the two things I noticed. Besides, you know, besides both foot armor, but, and then the crystal, yeah, apparently. I, yeah, the crystals, that was cool. Like, the, I don't know, I just knew that because I play the video game, the mobile game, and you use but, those a lot. And it's like, oh, I'll take those crystals. I would have given some Boba Fett armor for those. I know we we kind of skipped that a little bit, but I, I kind of wanted to mention, or, or note, because you said they talked about how the slavers took over. I really I really like how they, they touched on that, that a lot of people don't think about, because in the movies, it's good versus bad. It's just the Empire versus the rebels, or the rebellion versus the Empire, who's the big evil you know, military uh, faction, but it kind of noted on it that, yeah, when this big military faction, you know, gets blown up and ends, uh, the outskirt, you know, towns and planets, they Dude. all suffer. And they got that, no one yeah. to keep them safe now. Immediately. How, that yeah. was kind of funny, where it's like, like they're, watching the, they're watching the celebration happen, and the guys are like, yeah, we're taking over. Yeah, like, there's oh. no way to stop us now. <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was, pretty that was crazy like very good development of the story and like and it just gave that character to the um the corner of the cob guy that gave that guy <laughs> so much like it just made him come alive more it's like that's just great storytelling you know yeah. it's like oh okay i sympathize with you mando is gonna sympathize with you let's get this whatever we got to do let's get this done i'm in you know it's great yeah good good uh good mention there I did kind of skip over it. Oh, and uh, at the end of that scene, did you guys notice that speeder that he that he took the stuff off of? I know I'm just going to do him a little little Easter eggs. I have no idea. It's a it's a V35 speeder, and it's actually in a New Hope as well. It was in the garage scene at a New Hope when uh when Luke Skywalker's cleaning C3PO. It's also <laughs> three times more that do is a you, deep cut. Do you <laughs> sit there with like a magnifying glass? Just no, like I just recognize it because I've watched hold on, hold on. Trilogy so many times. <laughs> that's that that's I, deep I saw cut. that speeder and I was like, that's something. I know that's something. That sounds really, I, it, really familiar. Yelling yelling at your wife to pause it. Pause it! Pause it! Wait! Right there! <laughs> I, so I just, yeah, I imagine Alan as the, uh, the it's always sunny. I quiz. GIF. I quiz you my know, son of you know, alien races. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Where he has yeah. like the conspiracy, like he's got the papers on the wall. Like, look at, <laughs> he's gonna go here. He's going to Mos Eisley next. Um, 
Like, yeah, like for instance, do you know the you bartender's quizzes. race? The bartender of that bar in uh, I have no idea. And most pet, yeah, oh, no. I, actually, I don't know. It's a weak way. He's a weak way. He cool. was in a, a weak way in Clone Wars. A big one, a pirate. Yeah, I, I've seen. I've seen him before. Oh yeah, okay, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. also they also work on a uh, Jabba's uh, scarf too. There's a bunch of them. Anyways, yeah, sorry. Back. Let's get out of Alan Nerd <laughs> Quarter. Apparently. All right. Yeah, it's a little too deep there. Um, <laughs> I appreciate the you know the Easter eggs though. So don't. No. Yeah. Yeah. You keep just just mention them, but please don't quiz us on that anymore. Um, <laughs> keep going. Here come the quizzes. All right. So, anyways, uh, Mando and Corn of the Cob they gotta they gotta defeat this uh, tremor that is from the, the 1980s movie. Yeah, the tremors. Okay, Great so Dragon is a fun. Are, are is a we, fun nobody, nobody's gonna talk about my reference. I, I know. I, I thought about. I, I put tremors on my thing too. It reminded me a lot of tremors as well. Uh, I wasn't expecting yeah. that. Uh, the way they yeah. set it up. Uh, but the Crate Dragon is really interesting, just because it's been one of those things in Star Wars lore for a long time that hasn't really been hinted on too deeply. I mean, not do- dove into too deeply. It's been hinted at quite a bit. Uh, I used to play a game uh, called Star Wars Galaxies, and that was one of the creatures in the desert of Tatooine that you'd hunt down to get his crate dragon pearls uh, to use to build weapons oh, and hey. modify lightsabers. Cool. Okay. I didn't even, I have never heard of it myself before. Yes. So that's cool. I mean, like, that's just, again, if they put, they know their stuff. Well, you know, here, it, they know their Star Wars stuff. Well, here, I, I'm going to, I'm going to put Alan out there so as as they're deciding to take on the crate dragon and stuff they they travel they run into the sand people what what are those animals that the sand people have they're like these dogs so you're talking about the wolves yeah i don't know if they're called i've never seen them before uh i i was thinking about looking it up but i didn't i might do it later i'm sure they have a name usually they give a name to everything uh but you know what they reminded me if you want to get to more references uh, when I look at those dogs' faces, all I can think about is Beetlejuice. Uh, the, <laughs> what? The, the, oh. Yeah, Beetlejuice is the, when, they, when they have those big uh, heads, and they he, they do like a big cone, and he pulls it open. Yeah, uh, when he pulls his face of, open. Yeah. yeah, that, uh, yeah I kept yeah, thinking yeah. of Beetlejuice when I kept seeing that. You know what, though? It could be influenced by that, and I love that because Beetlejuice is awesome. I so, I really liked those dogs. I thought they were great. I Yeah. You know, yeah, it, I enjoyed them as well. So... Uh, I don't know how much we were going to talk about the Sand People, but there were a couple things that I noticed about them that I thought was really interesting, if I could, just for a second. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, now's the time. This is a good time. So the first thing I noticed is, did anyone get the, the very Native American feel to them? Like they're supposed to represent... A native group. I I actually didn't get that. If if you watch it again, there's several things that it's mentioned, especially with like the town. As if you think about like Tatooine being kind of colonized yeah. by another group and stuff. But what really actually started getting me thinking about it was the Sand People's weaponry. Those rifles look very much like the the long oh man the long barrels the english long barrels 
uh, that were used in the 18, no, in the 17, no, even further, 16, 1500s with against the Iroquois and stuff, the Indians would buy those guns from the, the settlers, those very long barreled uh, muskets. And those guns kind of reminded me of it. So I got a very sense of like, oh, very Native American. Also, if you look at their weapons, they look very kind of native. They have like clubs and... Right. Yeah, yeah it makes um, sense. I, now that you say it, I think... Um, yeah, I mean, it's just straight out of a Western. So that... And even like the sign language that was used is probably mm-hmm. kind of familiar. Well, that was... That was going to be my second point was the way that they talk with very short words, but also using their body to communicate. Yeah, that's always that's always kind of been I I don't know if it was intentional, but I've always felt that same way about Sand People and uh, Tuscan Raiders uh, since the beginning. Even the uh, even the the term Sand People um, is almost derogatory to their actual name, which is, you know, Tuscan Mm -hmm. Raiders. you know, it, it, it's kind of, they really show that in, even in A New Hope and any other time they're brought up and when even when Anakin goes after them, um, they are definitely portrayed and feared by the people because they just don't understand them and they just have a different culture uh, that just doesn't click mm-hmm. with their modern, like the way they're trying to live. Um, so obviously because they can't communicate, they have constant confrontation. Uh but yeah, I, I I haven't really dissected it as much as that, Tomas. But I, I've definitely thought about it, which is really cool. Yeah, I just thought it was really interesting again because it just spoke to the very Western feel of the Mandalorian. With you know, I I get that huge Western vibe from it. You know, definitely, it definitely yeah. adds like to the spaghetti Western feel with the natives. Mm. I, I do like that they're fleshing out the the sand people in this in this show because i you know i never yeah. really i guess i never really wanted it like i never asked for it but i'm really enjoying yeah. it and they're doing it very well so yeah uh, it's cool they're very interesting in the old eu and lore and legends now uh there was actually a uh, darth crate um was actually a tuscan raider uh who the jedi adopted as they really? did became a jedi and then eventually became one of the biggest and most powerful Sith. So that's it's actually, actually a really interesting story, and it dabbles more into uh, the but that's mythology. not canon. But it's anymore, not canon anymore. Yeah, it's specifically not canon. So you better be careful because you know, <laughs> Disney's listening. If Sony's listening, Disney's listening. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's, that is really cool, though. Um, but let's get back to the story. So, yes. you know, they meet up with the Sand People and we learn that Mando is uh, a peacemaker and is bringing, basically brings these two groups together in order to defeat the dragon. And if you guys, like, you know, it's a really cool scene how they do it. And I don't think we need to go into detail about it. I don't want to, like, no, recap watch it. Yeah, we're not going to recap the whole fight. Watch the fight. It's amazing. But he, I, he, I will say one thing: when the crate dragon is on top of the ma- the thing, it looks a little ridiculous. It looks like a freaking sock <laughs> market, and he's just spitting on stuff. Go, man, man. Oh, I I thought it looked cool. I it it, it does look cool, that. but just for just for a little bit, it just looks a little. If you want to talk about Muppets, that's yeah, a, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. But that was well, maybe it, the, maybe it, if it, I watched it. Maybe if I watched it a second time, but I thought it I thought it all looked great. I, 
Yeah, I thought I thought, I thought both both times, but yeah, it did look look great. That didn't deter it, but it was just it made me giggle a little bit. But I just thought that one thing that I really enjoyed with the whole fight with the crate dragon was the fact that Mando is and it's it's like we brought up before with Baby Yoda. Mando is supposed to be in charge of Baby Yoda, but in the fight he turns to Oh, now all I want to say is Cop. corn guy. Cop, Cop. Cop yeah. Corn, turns, dude, corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. That's all you got to remember. He turns to Cobb and he says, take care of the kid. And he, he hits him and makes the pack fly off. And I was thinking, man, if I was Cobb, I would be like, wait, what? A, a kid? I don't need a kid, man. That's probably exactly <laughs> what he thought. Yeah. Because it was all very confusing and all in the moment when he. Did I, that. I thought it was kind of a cool callback to, you know, Boba getting his butt kicked by Han. How he just oh, smacked the back yeah. of the jetpack <laughs> and just flew it away. Looked, it was the right. same way. You're right. It's the same way. <laughs> Maybe uh, they, well, he obviously knows how the armor works too because he's, yeah. you know, Mandalorian. I, I'll so give him he, that. But I mean, obviously, Han Solo still did it. So <laughs> I mean, is it maybe it's just not that hard? Blind, yeah, dude. You got come on. You, you just know that they had so much luck in those movies. But anyways, I wanted to ask you guys what they. So the deal was that the Sand People and that town would work together to kill the dragon, and they would all benefit. There'd be peace unless someone broke it. However, yeah. they the all the Sand People wanted was the meat and the ichor. What is an ichor? I I don't, I don't know. I didn't understand. I, I'm assuming it was some sort of acid or venom, but it looked like acid when he was spinning it out. But then I never saw any bodies like you know acidically torn. So I don't know if yeah, it was, well, it was those, like acid those, or poison. Those bodies evaporated, dude. It's evaporated. Uh, okay, yeah. that's yeah. why I didn't see. It. Yeah. even the but second the, time I couldn't. It didn't register. It's minimal yeah. gore, so they're not going to go over the top, yeah. which I kind of appreciate because I I well, do I thought maybe we'd get like an Aunt Beru and Uncle Ben uh, yeah. type, uh, type, uh, oh. type, you know, just the skeletal uh, remains on the ground. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, it could usually... be kind of cool if they did show it. It'd be like, hey, look, we both have like the same skeletal structure. Isn't that kind of crazy that, you know, when we're dead, we look exactly the same? I don't know. <laughs> Well, ichor usually, from what I know, refers to a fluid or substance that usually an insect produces. Um, it, it can be sometimes seen as a venom, I believe, also. I interpreted it, the ichor, as being what it spewed out of its mouth. Yeah, I think that's what the how was. How you would harvest that, I have no idea, because that thing looked like it just so, put you in smoke. Right? I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. I and I just looked it up. It's it's there's in Greek mythology. It's the blood that runs through the veins of the gods. So it's probably what you just said mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. But I also think maybe, maybe unless I'm wrong, that pearl looking thing at the end that they harvest yeah, maybe, maybe. That, like, produces it. No, that that's a crate dragon <laughs> pearl. And, unless it's different, but I, I I assumed it was a crate dragon pearl, which uh, when it was discussed in Star Wars Galaxies is actually the same logic of a uh, oyster creating a pearl. Uh, they eat dirt, and it just uh, in the digestive system creates this pearl, uh, which is just craved upon, and that's what I think they were hinting at. I mean, I guess it could have been the ichor pouch, but I, I assumed that was the stuff that that was mm. the thing they're trying to cut up. That they're trying to 
cut out and it was like it was like really buoyant it was like a they're pushing into it you know what i mean it wasn't like uh, solid. yeah those well i those i just thought that effects. was I just thought that was the fat and the blubber because you see Mando loading a piece of meat onto it. Yeah, that, yeah. that was cool. Yeah, he's just going to eat that meat. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I love Baby Yoda. He dinner for a couple I days. Love, I love the way Baby Yoda just like looking at it and just like touching it. Like, what? What's this? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, remember, going to He's like, I don't know if I want to eat this. <laughs> well, no, the first season he was trying to eat those uh, those little frogs or something, right? Well, I mean, it is Yoda. I mean, it is baby Yoda. <laughs> uh, their race, like, we saw what Yoda ate. It was not exactly appetizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it, maybe, and to go back to what you said, Tomas, like, I'm sure they could harvest the poison out of the veins or, you know, yeah. whatever, maybe the sack. But I just, I thought maybe I was missing something when they said they just wanted the meat and the ichor. Like, I. Mm-hmm. I, I maybe I thought I was missing something, but no, anyways, they they clearly defeat the dragon, and it was an epic scene, really fun. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that uh, the Mandalorian code is that if you someone has armor that is not Mandalorian, you have to take that armor. Yeah, you have yeah, to take it back. Uh, yeah, because that was the deal. Was that you had to that was, doing it for the armor? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and that guy gave it willingly, and like. Yeah, it's it was a nice compromise. Like that, it wasn't there wasn't double crossing. Like it's almost been done to death with with you know shows and movies now where it's like double and triple cro- crossing now. And so, you know, yeah. they just made a deal and they stuck to it, and, and it was good. It was a really good first episode. Yes, However, it, yeah, go ahead. There was there was a guy, and I until he turned around i was like okay I, you got to tell me someone's going to have to tell me but then he turned around thankfully cuz i had even I had no idea. That better than i did cuz i didn't catch it yeah even when he turned around even when he turned around i really had no idea until actually alan mentioned really it. yeah really I argued with my buddy uh, Brian, who's actually in our Discord, about it for quite a bit because he w- he's a clone guy. He loves the clones, so he knew who this was. Okay, uh, so he yeah. was, he can't tell me it was him. I was like, no, there's no way. Uh, he got eaten. <laughs> he's he he was the juicy Boba bits were digested and he oh. just pooped out the, the the Boba armor, and that's how they found it. Uh, okay, there, we all no know. Way. We all know from Robot Chicken that that's not true, Alan. That Boba Fett well, survived. <laughs> Robot Chicken, so, yeah, the old EU stuff, yeah, he survived too. Uh, but yeah, I was just hoping that we wouldn't do that. But I, 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 I should have known. People love him. People love him. Okay, yeah, but like you, you have to. I mean, we could speculate and say that you know people from the Rebel show, the the animated series are going to be in it, and that's great and all, but. You have to. There's got to be something, you know, for season two. I, I, I guess you got to do it now in case there is no season three, which I don't. I bet there will be, but you never no, know. That's no, fine. Here's... I mean, I don't. I don't mind Boba Fett that much. I just like to tease a lot about it, for especially those who are really, really big fans of it. Um, I actually went on the on the deep end on it with my with my Star Wars brain started going into Darth Krayt, like I mentioned earlier, territory. I was like, oh, oh maybe this is going to be like a Tusken Raider guy. Maybe he'll be the, the lone Tusken Raider that's going to join them or hunting them for some reason or something like that. Uh, but obviously I was completely wrong when we found out that he was actually played by uh, Timira Morrison, 
which is the actor who plays Django Fett and all the prequel, prequels. So once I found that out and my wife read me the article when I was arguing with my buddy Brian, <laughs> uh, I was like, I am just outnumbered and obviously wrong. Uh, so well, I'll here's... cut you off. Go ahead. No, it's good. It's good. So here's, here's the thing. It's like for me, I, I feel like Boba Fett has become like Darth Maul, whereas he was a really interesting character that got killed off quickly. And people realized that he was killed off too quick for fans. Right. So they tried to bring him back somehow. And personally, I love the way they brought back Darth Maul because I was really in sad that he died. Just every iteration of how they brought him back in the Clone Wars. Okay. Because uh, you know he's, he's in, the, in the solo movie, right? Uh, I didn't know they had done a solo of him yes. yet. No, 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 no. In this, the solo, Han solo movie. We the saw Han that together. Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah, he is. Uh, but you only see his face. You don't really see how he's, he's changed. He's just everything. top part of his body, and you also see his uh, his lightsaber. Do you? Yeah, yeah. He lights his well, lightsaber yeah. at the end. He's well, okay, down. but you don't see. I feel like you don't see how he's changed exactly. Like you, you see know, his metal whole... legs because I, I, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, he's like well, a, then I am, he's in a throne or standing up. I don't remember. Well, I said yeah. I, I said no editing on this, but I'm just gonna edit that shit out. So there you go. <laughs> oh, dude, not, okay. I will say like, the biggest difference with Maul and Boba Fett is at least <laughs> Maul did something. I mean, Maul fought well. Boba Fett just stood there yeah. and he was like, You got really cool armor, that's awesome. And then it was like, that oh, was a... he's coming in, he's coming in, and one, two dead. I I absolutely love that fight in episode one. Oh my word! Yes. That was such a cool fight. So, but that, I mean, like that was just... what I wanted to see in the last the 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 this the last Star Wars movie we just got. I wanted to see that level of lightsaber fighting instead of what oh, we got. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I was I, like, uh, we don't need to go into it because. But I agree that's with you. Gonna be, but that I, should be another podcast on its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're you're right about the level of. Well, you know, Boba Fett had a couple movies to 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 prove his own, and but you're right, like they both did their own thing, but they were killed off too soon without, you know, they could have marketed it better. But I'll, you know, what's interesting is that I feel like that actor—I forgot his name, Alan. You just said it—that plays uh, Jango yeah, Fett. Yeah, Tamira Morrison. Yeah, I feel like he probably aged like appropriately to just match the part. Like they don't even need yeah. to age him up. Like it's probably worked out great for them. Like, yeah, he looked yeah, well. He looked perfect for the yeah. part. I won't give it. I won't want to say that. Yeah. So, so here's here's my last question. Then are all Tuscans just human <laughs> underneath those masks, or do they have? Oh, they, they look very human. Yeah, they're very close to human. Uh, when right. the, yeah, the, the the Jedi I was talking about, he was he was very close to human. He had some tattoos on his face, and that was about it. All right. There was nothing super crazy about their appearance. Yeah, you just wonder because of those four metal probes sticking out of their face. Yeah, it's kind of like the whoa. whole outfit is it's supposed to be like uh, what do what they call the outfits that they wear in the Middle East? Um, where it's just like it's supposed to cover your entire body to keep a job, cool. yeah, it's like a job type deal, which is supposed to yeah. keep you cool, is the idea. Oh, uh, yeah, so you know, it's, we mentioned the solo movie, the Han Solo movie. I, I I don't know if we talked about this in our chat, but did you guys see that they did a deep fake of 
of Harrison Ford's face on that whoever the actor that played him. I did not it, see that. Dude, I it's only like a couple scenes, but I if they were to redo that movie like and if they could alter the voice maybe, but like just having him look more like Han Solo or uh, Harrison Ford was like this movie's 10 times better. Like it's instantly I, I, better. I, I don't know about that. That's I, I, I... I well, like that watch movie it. I love, yeah, I will really watch it. I'll have said, to check it out. I'll have to check it out. You just said you haven't seen it, so you can't. I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying the actor did it. Who the actor that did it? I'm not sure who it was, but the actor that did it did a good job, and I think that's his yeah. movie. And it's probably gonna be the only uh, one. Sadly, Han Solo. Han Solo was. Yeah, it is. Han Solo was like Fast and the Furious in space, and that's exactly what I told Alan. Yeah, I loved that movie. I thought it was. Great. I thought it was great. But, but I thought it was great. I'm telling you. <laughs> seeing Harrison Ford on that actor's face it was like, whoa, like this this is ten times better. I would love to watch it again with him on there. So because it didn't <laughs> feel like Han Solo to me. I love that movie, but mm. it just I didn't think it was Han Solo. I, I know it's it's hard to do, but I, I, I really it's it's hard to get the people out of your head because especially the original trilogies cast because yeah. they're all so iconic. Uh but if you ever want to get more movies and stuff, it's like you kind of got to go to that place. But I guess nowadays you yeah, don't. I'm not. I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, just, yeah, I, I love it. I'm just saying, like it was. It would it was be a, cool. It was a fun movie. Like fun. Yeah, I enjoyed the movie, but it just for the part I I didn't get into was like this isn't Han Solo. This is just some Star Wars character. I think they even did Lando too. Like in that video, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. You have to send it to me because I'm curious, like morbidly curious. But that's one of the, my my biggest tropes, my biggest worries with Star Wars. It's like they always seem to try to float around the OT. But that's also the same way why I love Mandalorian so much. Is it's like we're actually getting more content that has nothing to do with uh, the Star War, which is uh, nice. Uh, but we just talked about Boba Fett. I know Boba Fett is not, but Boba Fett is barely in the movie. <laughs> He's not one of the main cast, is what I'm getting at. I'm teasing but, you. I get I what you're saying. You yeah, but I, I really want more stories that aren't focused around the Skywalker legacy because yeah. it's just we. It's a huge galaxy, and we could we got right. so much more we can use. It's it's clear that we we we've all been dying for more of this stuff. So. Anyways, if you haven't seen this episode, go and watch it. Do you guys have anything else you wanted to add? Did we miss anything before we sign off here? Yeah, we'll see you guys next next week. We're going to get another episode. It'll be fun. Yep. Next week, yep. Episode two. I'm actually going to watch it on time. Hopefully. I, I, well, I, I bet Nerd BS next week, episode six. We got to record it. Oh, episode two. Yeah, episode six. All right, that's it. All right, <laughs> that's it for us, later. Bye.